0: Radio Theatre Project. Theatre of the Mind for today. Comedies and dramas, mysteries and science fiction, old stories and new. Radio Theatre Project.
1: Theatre of the Mind for today. The Travels of Miss Gregory. In a time not long ago, there was a lady who wanted to see the world, a proper maiden lady who in 1910 decided to try the life of adventure in far-off places where anything could happen, seizing the nettle of life before she was done. This time, her travels take her to Africa. Written by Percival Gibbons, adapted for radio by Joseph McGuire. Dear
2: Diary. Upon celebrating my 50th birthday, I knew the time had come to take my voyage of discovery. To Africa. Exotic Africa. That is where I'm going. In this year of our Lord, 1910, I'm now on the coast of Mozambique. Good morning, Captain. What do you want? I would like to book a passage on the Henrietta to Biaria, Mozambique.
3: Well, you picked the wrong ship. The mail ship is down that way.
2: No, I wish to take your coaster.
3: We have no stewardess. We have no people to take care of a lady.
2: I'll take my chances, Captain.
3: You get off any time you want.
2: May I have a ticket, please?
3: Here. Cabins down that way. Take anyone you like. Hey! You watch that line!
2: Good evening, my dear. Isn't the moonlight on the water beautiful?
4: Say, you're a fool to be here. Am I? Why? You ought to know. I saw you taking stock of us all at dinner. We're not your kind. Your place is a cabin on a German mailboat with stewardesses and a drawing room.
2: Well, you're very kind, but I think I can manage without the drawing room, in a pinch. <laughs>
4: Still, anything happens to you, don't say I didn't tell you. This coast ain't like n- any other place.
2: That's very true. Nothing like this back home in the US. Are
4: you listening? You can go blundering about the world for years as safe as if you was in jail, and then find trouble waiting for you here. What do you think of the lot you saw at dinner? It was rather curious. Curious? Curious? Lord, it's pleasant to meet a real lady now and again, but it's like talking to a baby. There ain't a man that wouldn't screw himself up to murder you if it was worth his while.
2: What about you? Do you live on the coast?
4: You could say I live on the coast. My name's Duquesne. Nora Duquesne. I'm, uh, an actress. Everybody knows me. Here is my card, Miss Duquesne. Well, Miss Gregory, you don't lose by knowing me. I'll see you're not bothered. People don't take any chances with me. Would you care for a smoke? No, thank you. But I don't mind
2: if you do. I noticed that there is an Englishman among the native passengers. I saw him this afternoon.
4: Him? That deck passenger you mean? When a man travels among the native crew, he's dead to the world as a white man.
2: Really? Is he really English?
4: He might be. Goodness knows he keeps where he belongs at the other end of the ship. Let him stop there. Oh, I'll be going below. When we're traveling is when I get my sleep. Uh, Sure, I don't tend to get too much. Good night. It's a fine morning.
5: Yes, I suppose.
2: You sure get the wind here.
5: Yes, it's a good place to be alone. I won't interrupt your pleasure in it. I'll be going.
2: Oh, please, don't go.
5: Hmm.
2: (laughs) Well, I never... Let's go, men. March. We've been stopped here for about an hour. Then the soldiers came aboard and took that man, Max, to that launch. Do you know why, Mister Kane?
4: Oh, they're taking poor Max off to jail. Good heavens, what'd he do? I don't know, but they'll never be able to keep him. Max is worth ten of them. He'll bust out in a day or two. Say, I heard you and he was talking poetry, huh? He seemed fond of it. He knew some poems by heart. Did he? He's one of the toughest guys I ever saw. Who'd have thought of old Max going in for poetry? Who indeed? It only shows you it's not safe to judge by appearances. That's what you've got to remember, my dear. A knife in your stocking isn't ladylike, perhaps, but sometimes it's a great comfort. Have you got one there? Knife's no use to me. I got a weak wrist. (laughs) Yes. There goes poor Max, being rowed to shore.
2: Something's happened. The engines have stopped. I better go out onto the deck.
3: Out of my way, old woman!
2: Stop! Captain, what's going on?
3: We must get off this tub before she sinks!
5: Stop. Don't go any further. This is no place for you now. You should go back to your cabin.
4: Shut up! Don't take no orders from you. Miss Gregory, you look a right mess. I dressed hurriedly in the dark. What is going
2: on here?
5: We're aground. We've bumped on a reef. And the captain and crew have got away in a boat and left us all. All that's left of the crew is the native hands.
2: I saw the captain as he was leaving. What about the other passengers?
5: Scared stiff in their cabins.
2: The natives are coming.
5: The natives have been so mistreated by the ship's company they'll most likely take revenge on us.
2: And why ain't you with them? This is no time for pettiness. Here they are. Here.
4: Show them how manly you are. Either you use it or I will. A gun? Mercy.
5: I should have known someone like you would keep a pistol under your dress. Give it here and I'll go meet them. Go back to your quarters. I'll shoot the first one of you to move. They're going
4: back? Why? They know a white man is back in charge.
5: No, Nora. The natives aren't stupid, like you and most whites think. No one wants to die.
2: What's going to happen now? We're not going to sink, are we?
5: No, we're grounded on a reef and stuck fast. The mail boat is right behind us. We'll be picked up in less than 24 hours.
2: Thank heavens.
5: I'm going to make sure that the natives go back to their quarters before the other passengers come crawling out of their rooms and blame them. Take your pistol, Nora. You probably feel naked without it.
2: Thanks, creep. What an exciting time. I need to sit down. Here's a bench where we can sit. It was good that you had that pistol.
4: It makes a bulge, I grant, but it's a handy thing to have about you. I'd as soon go without my shoes. Sooner, in fact.
2: Maybe I'll get one. I'll have to see about it when I get ashore.
4: Well, at least you have pockets in your tweed skirt. You won't have to stick it in your garter. You know, on the German mailboat, we're going to be separated by class. You'll be in first class, and I'll be in second.
2: And I suppose that Mr. Stewart will be in third.
4: Yeah. So it was nice knowing you. I like that you treated me like I was something, not trash. The card you gave me, I'll keep it. I never had one before.
2: That's fine, and I'm glad that I've met you. Must be going. A pistol pocket. That's what I'm going to put into my skirt. A pistol pocket. Dear Diary, I never saw Nora Duquesne again. As I travel, I've discovered Africa is a place of many pleasures and many pains. My journey so far has brought me in contact with many people. Here I am in Biaria, Mozambique's second largest city, and I hope to meet
6: many more. Waiter, please let me have a table.
3: Why, certainly. Any table in the cafe. Um, Though, I would suggest the table in the center of the courtyard, near the fountain, as it is nice this evening.
6: What an unusual fountain. It's sort of...
3: We are working on getting that fixed. Here's the menu. I will bring you some water in a moment, and um, I must seat another customer. Please excuse me.
6: Oh, I think I finally escaped him. Oh, no! Well, you had a
0: run, didn't you?
6: How are you feeling after it? If you don't go away... Yes,
0: yes. If I don't go away, what?
6: I'm going back to my room... You're going, just because I wanted to. Waiter,
2: I will dine here, now. That is to say, if this young lady does not object. Not at all.
5: I've taken this place.
2: Waiter, call the manager.
5: Yes, madame. Ain't there places enough for you? Come in here like this. What can I do for you, madame?
2: It is miss. I will dine here, since this young woman does not object.
6: You don't object, do you? Oh, no, not at all. I
5: was sitting here,
6: and she comes up and says she's going to have my place.
3: My humble waiters will set the place for you, miss. This is a hell of a game. Please watch your language in front of these esteemed ladies. Now come along.
2: I've not made a mistake, have I? I was watching, and I thought you might be glad of an interruption.
5: You can't do this to me. You do not have a room in this hotel, so this cafe is closed. I you. only knew do how to thank service. you. Regret it. He's Be been gone.
6: haunting me for a week. I didn't know what to do. No,
2: I suppose someone so young wouldn't know. But next time, my dear, try to remember that a man who is besotted with a woman is sentimental and therefore weak. Bark at him, my child. Say things crudely in a loud, unsympathetic voice. They are always afraid that others will hear. Waiter? Miss? The wine list. And now, tell me about yourself. My name's Gregory. Miss Gregory.
6: Oh, Miss Gregory, it's been a terrifying time. I missed my boat. I don't have enough money to stay for another two weeks to catch the next boat. And that man has been chasing me for the last few days. There, there, my dear. Do tell me all about it. I was hired as a companion by a Miss Colby in Rhodesia... When I arrived, she took an instant dislike to me. I don't know why.
3: The wine list, Miss Gregory.
6: Thank you, my man. I
2: will pay for both dinners, mine and Miss... Fraser, Margaret Fraser. Yes, Miss. Now, this odious Mrs. Colby didn't like you. What did she do
6: then? She put me on a German mail boat to go back to England. And so she turned a child like you adrift on this coast? Soon, I'll be turned out of my hotel room, as I won't have enough money to pay the bill. Then what'll become of me? What'll I do? Do?
2: Do? Oh, drink some of this wine. Do you think this man will come back here tonight? Sometimes. He comes and knocks on my door. I see. Well, eat your dinner. No sense in starving yourself, particularly as you'll be going aboard the boat in another hour. The boat? The boat! Sit still. Yes, the boat's the only thing for you. You see, I have a berth to Lorenzo Marquez. You can take that and meet the homeward bound boat there. Now, if you're going to cry, for goodness sake, go and cry in your room.
6: Uh, I, I'm not going, going, going to cry, but, but what do you do since I'm taking your berth? I shall stay to make a few notes on Vieira
2: for a book that I'm writing. Let's see. Notes for my book. The pistol pocket in my tweed skirt is very well concealed, but the weight of the revolver drags it to one side too much. I may have to get a lighter pistol.
4: Little one, little one.
2: As I expected. Come, I don't want to hurt you. Unlock
5: the door just for a minute. Go
2: away! Hey, little one.
0: Have you left
2: door unlocked? Ah, stand there, please. You didn't expect to see me or this pistol, did you? Who are you? Where is Little One? Don't move. I want to look at you first. I won't keep you long. I will not need to keep pointing this gun at you. You are nothing but a vile coward. I would like to take a few notes about you from my book.
5: I'll
0: run
2: away. Then I shall shoot you. You are in my room, and it would be considered self-defense. Now, what is your name? Sydney
1: Worthington Smythe.
2: <laughs> a grandiose name for a silly man. Must have changed your name. How old are you? Thirty. What is this... Um, Don't talk unless answering. Let me go. Presently. The girl who used to have this room said that sometimes you bothered her. Following her, didn't you? Answer me. Yes, I
0: didn't hurt her.
2: Just followed her. I'm sure that if I hadn't stepped in, you would have done far worse than follow and harass her. Back to my questions. Were you in prison in England? Yes. Stealing? Yes. Hmm. Now you persecute young women. Are you married?
4: To hell with you.
2: Why do you care if... I ask if you were married. Yes, I am.
5: Why are you pointing a gun at me again?
2: Help! Intruder, help!
3: Eh, uh, What is wrong, my esteemed lady?
2: This man came to my door and opened it. You ought to take better care of your guest. Hand him over to the police at once.
3: You! I threw you out earlier. You dare come back to disturb this esteemed lady? My humble apologies. I will remove this man and do as you say. Come along, you cur, or I'll break your arm.
2: Another soul to be saved, if only one could. But what a character for the book. Dear Diary, Characters. So far, my travels in Africa have let me see characters after characters that I can put in my book. Like all travels, one must eventually begin their return to the home where one started. Thus, I arrived at a place called Anjara
0: Il You will wait, eh?
2: Yes, I won't leave him now. He might open his eyes just at the last.
0: He might, but I don't think so. What did he say? It was the, oh, how do you say, the confession of faith. There is only one God, you know. There is only one God, he said, like that. Strange, eh? Is he... Yes, He's gone. Could I get you some coffee?
2: No, I will get some sleep. What a lovely place is Angera.
1: One city's like
0: any other to a sailor. What brings a fine lady like you here?
2: I've been traveling. Now I'm on my way home. It looks like we will dock soon.
0: Aye, soon. Very soon.
2: No matter how often I hear the call to prayer, it still thrills me.
5: Excuse me, miss. Did you wish to order something more?
2: No, thank you. You speak English quite well.
5: Thank you. It helps with the tourists. Do you have a moment to talk? As there are no other customers here, why not?
2: Thank you. I've been all around your little city and have found it a nice, but a quiet place.
5: No. There is not much excitement for a well-off lady like yourself. Have you been to the Street of Merchants?
2: A bazaar? No. How could I have missed it?
5: You will find many bargains there.
2: Oh, I love a bazaar. Thank you. I shall go. My word, my word. The bazaar. Oh my, I'm glad I'm here.
0: English lady. I speak English. I've been Malta,
2: Gibraltar, everywhere. You want buy something? Oh, I will come into your establishment, my good shopkeeper.
0: I have plenty fine bargains, some pretty clothes to match your elegant bearing of a lady.
2: No, no, let me be for a moment. No, I wish not to buy anything, but do you have some time to talk?
0: I will have my servant get you fine coffee. Talk, I talk English, same as soldier man. Malta, Gibraltar, been everywhere.
2: I see there are soldiers here.
0: Soldiers? Turk soldier, Arab soldier, that's all. Damn rascal, these soldier belong to the governor.
2: Rascals, eh? Yes, I saw them shoot a man just before I got here.
0: Shoot? Shoot? If soldier shoot
2: is not good. Yes, it was just before I got to the Street of Merchants. I was near the Governor's Palace, on a rise overlooking the city. To the north there was an open archway gate. Oh, I begin to see you, great lady. Go on. A man came out of the gate. Some soldiers, who had been lounging there, took notice and shot him, without warning the poor man. Brutal. Please go on. As there must be more. Oh, yes. This was the oddest part. A man in a red fez came out and dragged the poor dead man back through the archway.
0: Yes, they shoot. They shoot him because he come out. It is forbidden. You see, there is sickness. Sickness? What sickness do you mean? Sickness. People die. People go walking like you and me. Well, comfortable. Then they tumble down sick. By and by they die, and so the governor puts soldiers by the water. Nobody must come out or else shoot, bang, dead quicker than sickness, by order.
2: I see. The place is quarantined. Yes, yes, quarantined, yes. What do you call this sickness? Oh, I forget in English. Cholera, typhoid, some kind of fever, smallpox, not the plague.
0: Ah, plague, that's it. I forget it. Plague, yes. First you turn a little sick,
2: like a bellyache, and then you bulge here under the arm, and then you die. Plague, yes, that's it. I see. And to control it, the governor ordered the quarantine and the shooting. Tell me about the governor. Who is he? Oh, he
0: was appointed by Constantinople. Only him once as he rode through the city with his escorts. I hear he has no wives, not even one wife.
2: Thank you. Thank you. You speak English very well. I'm feeling better now, so I will go. Thank you for enlightening me. Good afternoon. Good day, sir. I wish to see the Governor.
3: His Excellency is away. He will not be back for many days. What is your business here?
2: I would like to help with this epidemic. Back home, I helped with nursing sick people.
3: Madame is very gracious. I cannot suggest anything that Madame could do seeing how his excellency is away
2: there are many deaths
3: yes very many deaths
2: i saw a man with a red fez is he the only one helping the sick is he a doctor
3: he is not a doctor he is um well we have no doctors
2: may i go in
3: why would madame wish to go in
2: why to help of course
3: oh s- certainly certainly Madame may certainly go in but um only there is a rule you know the, the rule about not coming out I would be shot, isn't that the rule? It would be most regrettable.
2: Sir, I hope you speak English. I speak English? Why are you at the plague gate? Are you lost? I came with a purpose. I'm used to nursing and I like work. I want to help.
0: Americans are always trying to help.
2: Of course. Well, I... My dear man, do let's recognize facts and save time. Here I am, and here I stay. I have no plans of leaving and being shot. So it comes to this. Can I help you, or must I get to work for myself? That's the only question.
0: I see. Well, we'll try. If you'll take the light, I'll carry your things.
2: I suppose you can find me a room?
0: Many. There are more empty houses every day. Please have a seat. This is my office. Where shall I start, Mr. Hamid? It's not nursing they want. It's discipline. Panic's what we have got to fear. It's lucky they're Muslims and don't drink, or we'd have a little working model of hell in this place.
2: Where did you learn
0: English? Oxford. That is not useful information. The people here
2: work against their best interests. They do not tell me they are sick. We must root out the sick. We must set up a place to wash clothes. We must use the antiseptics I brought to sterilize rooms to make a hospital.
0: Please understand that I agree, but the people are not trustful of anybody in authority.
2: But we will try. Glad we could meet at your office. Here's some coffee.
0: Thank you, Miss Gregory.
2: I feel sick. I don't wonder. Twelve deaths today. It's always twelve somehow.
0: The day after tomorrow, there will be 13.
2: What do you mean?
0: Isn't it obvious? I've got it.
2: Hamid, no. You can't be sure.
0: You tell me, then. Look under my arm. Oh,
2: my. The buboes. The mark of the plague. You see? Now do you believe me? You must go to bed now, at once. Hamid, you must get well. Go home now and go to bed. I'll come in ten minutes.
0: Oh, glad to go to bed at
2: last. But you mustn't desert the others. The others can wait. Oh, Hamid, do go. I'm going. I'm going. There is no help. No help.
0: It's something to be able to lie down in my little room. And yet, if a call came... You couldn't go. No, I suppose I couldn't. I don't think I've ever failed them
2: before, but I'm dangerous now. You are not dangerous. It is the fleas that cause the plague. If you say so. You must keep quiet. I don't
0: seem to want to sleep, though. Must you talk? Why not? Better than tormenting a sore mind, don't you think? And we've hardly ever had a real talk, you know. All
2: right. Then we shall talk. I wonder if we've done any good. How can one tell? Anyhow, does it really matter? No,
0: it doesn't matter one had to do what one could. That's what you mean, eh?
2: Yes, that's what I mean. It's strange.
0: Eighteen months ago, I was in Paris and saw, emotionally saw, there was a lady, but, oh, it doesn't matter. I thought there was nothing left for me in the whole world, and yet, when this plague came and all those poor cattle here needed me, I felt, well, repaid. It was very curious.
2: You rest now. I need to attend to some other patients. (sighs) Another dead man. There is not more that I can do. I wonder where the governor is, the scoundrel. (sighs) It's been an hour. I'd better go check on Hamid. Oh,
0: oh, this hurts. I can bear it. You sit
2: down. I look out this window and see the soldiers across the water. It makes me wonder what the governor is doing right now.
0: Miss Gregory, don't wonder about that. The pain. Opium. Please, the opium.
2: Shh. Turning to that remedy just means death.
0: Opium. Opium, for
2: the love of all. Hamid, Hamid, don't ask me. Don't ask me. I can't bear it. Scream, if you like, but... Oh, for the love of Allah! Oh! Don't ask me. You can't make me. All right. All right. You have
0: been coming to my sickbed every day for how long, I do not know.
2: Hamid, it has been many days since you got the plague. Now, today, you seem to be better.
0: I'm feeling better. Weak, but better.
2: You go back to sleep. There seem to be people out the window. They are coming through the gate. They see me here at the window. I must go meet them.
3: Has the governor come back to the city? Madame? where is he? Who, Hamid? The man of whom I inquire is named Hamid, among many other names.
2: He's here, and he is ill, so don't make a
3: noise. Ill? Not, Not the plague... Yes. Hush, he's asleep. We will come in.
2: Only you. The rest stay here. He's in his room. He's asleep. Take off your boots so you don't wake him.
3: I object, madame.
2: Object all you want, but remove your boots or you'll not go in.
3: I must see him. I will take my boots off. You will not hear the last of this, madame. There. The boots are off. Follow me. Will he die? He looks so weak. Oh my.
2: I told you to be quiet. Oh. Oh. The the plague is out, is it
0: then? It it has gotten into the town, eh? Yes. The quarantine has failed, so it is raised. There is plague at Anjara. You can go out now, Miss Gregory.
2: I'm not in any hurry, Hamid. What does this man want with you, and why did he bow to you? Ask him yourself. What do you want with Monsieur?
3: I am His Excellency's secretary. Whose secretary? The secretary of His Excellency, the governor of Ajura. What? The governor is
0: grateful to you, but governor or slave, there is no such great difference.
2: Quite so. And now it is time for Your Excellency's most excellent medicine.
0: Welcome back, Miss, uh, Miss, um, Gregory. Uh, it's been six weeks since we put you off at Andhra. Did you enjoy yourself?
2: Didn't you hear about the plague?
0: I couldn't help myself, Miss. I just can't control my funny bone. You must have stayed in all the time, a fear of the plague and all.
2: Yes, I stayed in.
0: Yeah, look there. The palace is dipping their flag three times. Wonder who, too. Never mind, back to work.
2: Bye, Hamid. He was wonderful, wonderful, yes, but very wearying for a close acquaintance. Dear Diary, returning home after a long journey is always pleasant, but I look forward to more as my journeys are not yet done.
1: The Travels of Miss Gregory, based on the stories by Percival Gibbons, adapted for radio by Joseph McGuire. In the cast were Irma Bode as Miss Gregory, Dave Van Meer as Hamid and Mustafa, Amanda Allo as Nora Duquesne, Innocencio Valderrama as Sydney Worthington-Smythe, Tristan Johnson as Margaret Fraser, other parts played by Eric Rosane, A.J. Cope, Andrew Christensen, and members of the cast. I'm your announcer, Janice Gage. Theme music by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Edited by Jay Charles. Recording technician, Adam Gillot, Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded at KSVR Studios. This is a Radio Theatre Project presentation.
0: This program is supported with a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.